Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. This is People Every Day. Coming up, David Spade is taking the reins as host of Bachelor in Paradise. Plus, a Texas valedictorian's impassioned speech goes viral, and Queer Eye's Jonathan Van Ness bonds with his BFF. We've just really been consistently there for each other. It's June 3rd. Hi guys, this is People Every Day. It's me, Janine Rubenstein, and it is Thursday. For those wondering, baby Ramey is still teething. So mommy Janine is still not sleeping. Just thought I'd share that breaking news. Uh, later in the show, we hear from Queer Eyes' Jonathan Van Ness. My colleague Jeff Nelson sat down with him for this week's Pride issue, and they discuss his closest friendship with Bridgerton's Nicola Coughlin and how they've been there for each other through it all. And she's supported him as he's been open about his HIV status and his takeoff rise in fame. So stay tuned for that. Now, though, let's get into top stories. And joining me is Brianne Heldman, TV guru, aficionado, <laughs> knower of all things small screen, and Adam Carlson, who is the same but for politics. <laughs> Hi, guys. How are you doing? Hi, Janine. Hi. Hi, Janine. So let's get into this array of stories we have for folks today, starting with David Spade. OK, a little bit of a curveball there. David Spade is taking over uh, hosting or guest hosting Bachelor in Paradise. Like these are just two things that didn't go together <laughs> for me. So like, Brian, could you help me just understand David Spade <laughs> and Bachelor in Paradise? I don't know. I feel like this could be two great tastes that taste great together. David okay. Spade is a known total Bachelor fan. He went on Jimmy Kimmel in March 2020 and went off about Bachelor Pete and his finale and did impressions of all of the different players. Oh, wow. And like Bar, everybody remembers Barb, Pete's mom. He is hilarious in talking about The Bachelor. So, I'm actually pretty excited about this. I also think it's really interesting. They were very clear that David Spade is one of a rotation of hosts. So we'll see what that okay. actually means. We don't really know what that means. We don't know who else will be joining him in paradise. But yeah, I'm excited for David Spade. I think it will add a little zest to the franchise. So the, uh, talking about David Spade hosting Bachelor in Paradise, let's just remind folks why Chris Harrison, who is, of course, known for this franchise, isn't hosting. Chris Harrison had to step back earlier this year following some comments he made supporting racist actions by Rachel Kirkconnell. Since then, he has said he hopes to come back to the franchise, but for now, he is sitting out. This next season of The Bachelorette, which launches on Monday, starring Katie Thurston, will be hosted, co-hosted by Tasha and Caitlin, the former Bachelorettes. And of course, following this season of Bachelor in Paradise, we will get yet another season of Bachelorette starring Michelle from Matt James's season. We don't know yet who will be hosting that. 
Let's just, for David Spade, let's rewind and, and just let people know um, just some of the, he's, it'll always be Tommy Boy for me. It'll always be Tommy Boy for me and David Spade. But why haven't we seen him? What, what's been going on in his life? Because this, I was just like, oh. David Spade, when I saw this news. Well, he's been around. He's had a series of various talk shows in the last few years. He had one on Comedy Central. He is hosting this Netflix after party series. They'll have like a round table of comics, including David Spade, talking about Bridgerton, talking about they didn't do it for Tiger King, but if Tiger King comes back for a season two and I'm winking at you, there will probably be one of that too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. So, like, we're just seeing a lot more of this as well. Just stars that you know in one vein and they are just kind of embracing whatever is happening on TV right now that they love. Actor Rob Lowe, you know, surprised his wife Cheryl Burkoff with her dream of competing on Celebrity Family Feud. Oh, my God, honey. You better get ready. It's not real. Oh, it's real. There it is. Oh, it's very real. Right? So, like, what is this cross-pollination moment that we're having? How cute is that? So, Rob Lowe's wife apparently is this huge fan of Family Feud and has always kind of fantasized about being on it. And Rob Lowe and his family are on the season premiere of Celebrity Family Feud. And... Uh, his wife didn't know that they were doing it. It was her, her birthday. Rob convinced her they were doing some sort of photo shoot or interview or something. And he brought her on the set. She's finally playing Family Feud. Yeah. If you go to people.com, you can watch the great clip of her reaction to realizing that she was about to be on Celebrity Family Feud. Wait, Adam, what show, if you could just, you know, pop onto it and get, like, access to just being on, what would it be for you? (laughs) Uh, The show that I always love to watch and criticize contestant decisions because I just feel like I could do better is Naked and Afraid, even though I know in, like, 15 (laughs) seconds I would be, like, on the waterfront looking for rocks to spell out, like, come rescue me, I'm out of here. But Oh, uh, my God. That show is my worst nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) But at home, on my couch and a blanket. I'm like, oh, you only brought a knife. You didn't bring a, a rock or a match. You're so stupid. Um, <laughs> no, I, would as well. I would rather go on my favorite uh, reality show, Married at First Sight, than go on Naked and Afraid. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather bust up my whole life, okay, <laughs> than go on Naked and Afraid. Wow. What about you, Rianne? Oh, I think that if I went on Love is Blind, now I'm happily married, so that's not happening. If I went on Love is Blind, I would wind up married. Oh, that's that pandemic love. Just, you know, holding on. Uh, okay, so let, let's switch it up, you guys. I want to move over to Texas and talk about something that's been bubbling up. A Texas high school valedictorian's graduation speech went viral. Paxton Smith had originally submitted a speech about the effect of media on young minds to school officials at Lake Highlands High School in Dallas. But she flipped the speech to speak out against the state's newly signed law restricting abortion. So, Adam, take me through how this hit the internet. Right. So Paxton Smith, who uh, plans to study music business in college this fall, took the stage on Sunday. And in three days after a barely three minute speech, she's everywhere. Stars like Sarah Silverman have tweeted about her. Hillary Clinton has tweeted about her. And her speech has been viewed tens of thousands of times. And what she did is she said she felt like she couldn't not speak out about an issue that is dominating the lives, in her words, of all the women in Texas. And it's this uh, this controversial kind of quote-unquote heartbeat bill. I am terrified 
that if my contraceptives fail, I am terrified that if I am raped, then my hopes and aspirations and dreams and efforts for my future will no longer matter. And so Paxton makes her speech on Sunday. She said, this is the time when I have the platform and all the attention directed on me. I have to share my thoughts on this and speak out about why I feel like this is so dehumanizing. I don't think she realized mm. the attention directed at her would mushroom like it has. But in the now four days since Sunday's speech, everyone, it feels like it's talking about what she had to say. Yeah, she she said, I refuse to give up this platform uh, when there is a war on my body and a war on my rights uh, before they have a chance to decide if they are emotionally, physically and financially stable enough to carry out a full term pregnancy before they have the chance to decide if they can take on the responsibility of bringing another human being into the world. The decision is made for them by a stranger, just powerful words. And she's she's like you said, hoping to get this out there before September 1st when that law would go into effect. So just, wow, like you see so many, you, there's a lot made of of Gen Z and oh my goodness, what are they doing? And they don't know. But you are seeing so many kids just really stand in their voice these days as, as you know, the plates are shifting in this country. And the backstory of why she chose to speak out, I was so struck by. She had written her initial speech, like we just talked about, talking about media and how you grow up and are shaped by what you consume. And then she said she just couldn't get her mind off of this bill, which was recently signed into law. And she talked to her parents and said, I want to trash the original speech. I'm not going to tell anyone. Her parents read the speech. They said, go for it. She practiced it so much. She said she felt like she didn't even need the piece of paper in front of her when she was giving it. And as she was speaking, you can kind of see her confidence grow over those three minutes, which is, I think, one of the reasons it's been so powerful. And she later said she could see the audience of her classmates reacting as she spoke. And when she finished, they roared with applause. Dude, I'm, I'm telling you, these Gen Zers, don't sleep on them. Well, let's 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 move on to the last one. And I'm going to need your expertise on this, too, um, Adam. <laughs> Charlie bit me. Do you remember that? Of course. Of course. <laughs> Rianne, do you remember that one? Absolutely. I very much remember it, but I even more remember the the musical remix that was like, Charlie bit me. <laughs> this viral video, this viral video of these two brothers um, who, you know, did what brothers do, um, fight a little bit, uh, bite each other. Uh, this, it just broke the internet 14 years ago. Oh, Charlie. And it was 2007. Oh, my God, you guys. 2007. Mm. Um, Charlie, now 15. Harry, 17. Uh, they're, they're doing some big things and made a lot of money off of going viral. But we have to explain this, right, Adam? NFTs. They made this money off of NFTs. So can you just, as, as best you can, explain what that is? Because people are seeing that an acronym everywhere these days. So let me see if I can cram all this in, in 30 seconds. So an NFT is basically a way to sell ownership of any kind of digital commodity. And that's a weird word I'm using because you can sell quote unquote ownership of a tweet or a video or of a piece of digital artwork. And in this case, they sold the original rights to the video for several hundred thousand dollars to fund their university education. So NFT stands for non fungible meaning unique token token because it can be anything got it i look at you 
Perfect. <laughs> Love that. Um, we should say it's powered by blockchain, which would probably take me 30 more seconds to oh, explain. Oh, Lord. Uh, but we can leave it at that for now. <laughs> and they're paying for college. They're paying for college. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love it. It's like, uh, rather than take out all the loans that I took out, they use what they had, right? They use their bit of viral fame. People say it's just 15 seconds. It's not 15 seconds. It turns out it can be a whole college education. Oh, my goodness. I feel like we should all be saying, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Now we're, we're going to have to start charging for our likes and our clicks. Like, well, let's let's just see how, how far this can go, okay? <laughs> Oh, guys. Well, thank you so much for just taking me through all this fun stuff today. Always a pleasure, Janine. Next up, People's Jeff Nelson chats with Queer Eye star Jonathan Van Ness and his bestie, Nicola Coughlin. Stay tuned. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Here at People, we are in the midst of rolling out the mini stories from our annual Pride issue. It's out now, and it's all about the families we choose this year. Well, Queer Eye star Jonathan Van Ness chooses actress Nicola Coughlin, or Lady Whistledown, as we've come to know her character on Bridgerton. Staff editor Jeff Nelson caught up with the two of them. Listen in to what they had to share about friendship, love, and support. First of all, can you guys tell me how you met? It was like the most random thing. So basically, Queer Eye had like just, just, just come out. And I was like, I don't know who that person is, but I love that person. We should be friends. Also, I was filming um, a show called Harlots at the time. And again, really horrible early, early mornings. And I always wear like super comfortable clothes to set. So I was like, if I had a sweatshirt with this person's face on it, if I had JVN's face on it, I would get up in the morning, super happy to go to work. But then I looked online and because Queer Eye had been out for like a second, that didn't exist yet. So I was like, I know what I'll do. I'll get JVN's face put on a jumper and that will be great. So then I got it and I was so excited. I was like, oh, this is the best. And then on a set one morning, I like made a video of me wearing it and put it on Instagram. Yeah. So basically that happened. And then I saw that Nicola tagged me in a thing. Dairy Girls, I don't think was on Netflix yet, but I may or may not have had one of those things that like fooled the TV to make it think that I was in England. <clears throat> so I'd already seen Dairy Girls <laughs> and I was and I was like really obsessed with Nicola from it specifically. So when she made that video and like tagged me on it, it actually made me just start crying. And I was like, oh my God, she's like really talented and I love her. And I just, it, I think it was like one of the first times where I was like, this is so surreal and then I think we just like we followed each other on Instagram at that point and then our friendship just kind of grew and grew but like our friendship really is just so special to me because Nicola's been doing she's been in this industry for a minute and there's just been so many times where like I had questions and like didn't know what to do and needed feedback and she's just been that friend to me 
that has helped me navigate like all sorts of situations that I never thought I'd find myself in. From meeting on Instagram, when did you guys be, like lock it down in person? <laughs> was it oh, Harry so, Potter, Nicola? Yeah, so I went to New York for my birthday in, gosh, it was 20, 2018, January 2018. And I was like, I knew Jonathan lived in New York. So I was like, look, I'm going to be there. Do you want to go see this play with me? And my friend was in The Cursed Child on Broadway. So I was like, I'll get tickets and I'll bring you. And I was like, I feel like I have to impress Jonathan. I was like, I need to do something cool. <laughs> like, bring you to like a cool Broadway show. And then we went and it felt like I'd known you forever. It felt like we had met before. And I remember like we went for... We Dinner. went for like lunch together. Yeah. And yes. my, fr- and my then friend Jack, actually- and then we met Jack too. Yeah, met my Jack friends Jack and Camilla friend. came and our friend groups just sort of melded together as well, which is such a special thing when that happens. Nicola, now I'm realizing it was February of 18 that we met on Insta. Then you must have come in 19 oh, and 19. we saw that okay. for your birthday. And then that like, I feel like accelerated our best friendship. But yes. then when I was in the UK for my comedy tour. And then I met my husband. And then I started like coming back and forth a lot more often. And so when COVID happened, we almost got like weirdly closer through the pandemic because yeah, we did for sure. We started to do like zoom quizzes during COVID. And so it was like me, Jonathan, Jonathan's husband, Mark, my sister, Jonathan's auntie, Jonathan's best friend from school, my best friend from school, the friends we had in London, like it was just a mix. And we did like, like silly themes every week. So I did, I think like naughties, Jonathan, of course did skating. Um, we did, but it was just like something to look forward to at the end of the week, you know? I mean, Jonathan's auntie, if I could just give her a moment, it's just the most legendary person <laughs> in the world. Her name's Julie, and she's like, I was the, the original JV. Because then if she sees it, her head will never leave her house. <laughs> I'll have to, like, get her a, a plane of her own to, like, because she's... Nicola, whenever you give auntie <laughs> accolades, it really blows... Really, she can't. she cannot take compliments from you. It makes her feel drunk with power. Drunk with yeah, well, power. She deserves it. She's the best. <laughs> yeah, no, she does. She is, she is really funny. And I will just say this. Have I let go of the fact that when I did my skating quiz, everyone was saying that no one was going to get any questions and I was going to make it way too hard and that no one was really that excited for skating only to realize that my skating quiz was iconic. No, we worried because I was like, I don't think I know anything about skating. But then it was like interactive. It had audio visual elements. I don't know. Did you do a skating I, performance in the middle of it? I feel like maybe you did. I think I did. I think I did yeah. do like a little demo. I was like, what is the following <laughs> move? And I think I did like an off ice, like camel camel. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You guys are too cute. Oh my God. <laughs> um, And I mean... Jonathan, I mean, obviously Pride Month is coming up. Hopefully it'll look a little different from last year. Now is the world opening up some more. Um, but I mean, I think it's interesting that, I mean, you've had several coming out moments of your own, which I mean, has been so brave. And I mean, thank you for sharing this, I mean, everything with the world. But um, I mean, can you tell me a little bit about how, I mean, over the years, Chosen Family has showed you love and support at kind of those big moments? in between coming out as gay, then non-binary and revealing you were HIV positive. Yeah, I mean, I think 
you know, those are all really good examples of things that I talked to Nicola about before mm-hmm. doing them. I mean, I remember that dinner that we were just talking about, like I gave Nicola like that intermission of, of the eight hour Harry Potter <laughs> yeah. show with like a full download of my life. And then thinking like, cause I mean, I was like, I'm writing a book. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm, you know, I'm going to talk about my HIV status. I'm going to talk about being a survivor of abuse. I'm going to talk about all these things and mm-hmm. so supportive. And actually it's really funny because a lot of folks in my team and in my orbit were like, are you sure that you want to, tell everybody <laughs> like are you sure this is what you really want to do and Nicola like has consistently been so supportive and, and also I have a, a large support team that that showed me so much support and so much love um and patience so that's so important I think for anyone that's like in a vulnerable position to have you know a strong support system that you know is going to be there for you um as you move through you know your vulnerability so I, I think that's just really special in a friend. I think that that's really why our relationship is where it is because we've just really been consistently there for each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But sometimes I have Bill Nicholas here. They're more there for me than I am there. Am I there for you enough? Oh my God. <laughs> you're like my biggest cheerleader in the world. Like you're like, every time you read me, you gas me up so much. You're like, you're amazing. And you're doing this. And like, I always like leave the call being like, oh my God, I feel like I'm a better person than I was before this phone call. Like you couldn't be more supportive of me. Oh my God. It's such a special thing. I think in this world, like, and I think both Jonathan and I being in the industry that we're in to meet someone genuine that you truly connect with is such a, a privilege. And also, like I mentioned before, the fact that our friends and family know one another and have love for one another, that's incredibly special and it's rare in the world so yeah it just means so so much honestly that was jeff nelson interviewing jonathan van ness and nicola coughlin for more on their story head over to people.com and pick up this week's pride issue with ricky martin on the cover now you guessed it something to make you smile four-year-old caleb stewart is a preschooler from tallahassee florida who recently stood atop a library table in front of a crowd and talked about the benefits of reading here's a snippet of what he had to say The little guy held the attention of his audience for over two whole minutes without nary an uh or an um. He's doing better than me. (laughs) Caleb has even been on Little Big Shots to show off his talented skills. So for everyone who's getting their kids summer reading lists together, here's some inspiration. Thank you, Caleb. And you guys have a great one. Talk tomorrow. Talk tomorrow. 